Welcome to Voices, a national award-winning podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. Today I am with Tammy Wimmer, who is a school counselor at Ryan Goyer Middle School. Um, so you deal primarily in grades seven for eight. But we, we want to talk about, you know, we're near the beginning of the school year. Um, some tips and things parents can be thinking about watching for. So first question, just we, we all know it's important as a parent to check in with your kids. Do you have any tips how often, when, what, what should parents be doing? Sure. Well, thanks so much for having me, Jeff. It's so nice to be here. Um, checking in with our kids, our students, as much as we can on a regular basis. I know we all have such busy lives, you know, maybe juggling multiple kids, multiple sports and activities after school, but carving out time really whenever you can, whether it's, you know, sitting in the car waiting to go into a piano lesson, waiting for practice to start, just, you know, keeping in constant communication and leading those lines of communication open to our kids so they know if they need something that we're approachable and no, no time is too busy and no task is too big, you know, for us to be able to tackle together. Um, you know, in this new school year, we're starting out with a lot of challenges and we're not really getting that normal. <laughs> I think right. that we all hoped for and that we wanted, you know, so there may be some anxiety and some disappointment there for our kids as well as ourselves and drawing mm -hmm. attention to making sure we're taking care of ourselves, implementing, implementing those self-care practices and giving ourselves permission to ask for what we need and give ourselves what we need. And then when our kids see us doing that for ourselves and they have permission to ask for that and do that for themselves, so. How much of it is just listening? I remember as a parent having kids in the backseat carpooling. It seemed to me I learned more sometimes just by listening than asking questions and talking. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It can be an education. <laughs> right. For sure. Um, in, in listening and just allowing them free reign to talk wherever their minds want to go from elementary up to high school kids. Mm -hmm. You never know what you're going to get, but being open to it all. Um, you know, and if we want more information, asking those open ended questions, getting those hows, those whys, what mm -hmm. did that look like for you? How did that make you feel? Right. Um, you know, for some of our kiddos that are a little bit more anxious, and we all know those teen years where sometimes you can barely get anything out of them, let alone what they want to eat for dinner, <laughs> you right. know? So, um, you know, a fun tip or strategy that my colleagues and I like to use is something we call scaling, which is assigning a number to a feeling. Um, and it's a great mindful pra mindfulness practice that you can use even in the morning, you know, first thing when you wake up for yourself or for your child from a scale of one to five, on a scale of one to five, how am I feeling today? Well, maybe I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I'm at like a two out of five, <laughs> but I walked into school. I saw my best friend. My principal gave me a high five. I got an A on that English assignment. Okay. I'm a five out of five today, you know, and sort of using that as a conversation starter yeah. or a talking point. Right. Great idea. Uh, you mentioned assignment. Uh, we, we all know that school seems to go better and students are more confident the more organized they are. Do you have any tips for parents how to help sure. students become more organized at home and keeping on top of things? Sure. Well, at the secondary level, you know, kids are really using their school issued devices more often than not for every class. 
So the SV portal, which I know parents and students both have access to, as well as Microsoft Teams, um, is really your lifeline to what's going on in class and staying organized. Um, so again, I know we're all busy, but if you have time to carve out a few minutes with your child to have them sit down with you and their school issue device and open up Microsoft Teams, open up SV Portal and have them give you a little tutorial of what their school day looks like, where they can find their assignments, mm -hmm. where the teacher is keeping their calendar and other you know, resources for class, you know, that would be a really good way to start that conversation and, and kind of key into what they're doing throughout the day. And then when they come home to do their homework, you can have them show you <laughs> actually right. on on teams what they're working on. Um, a nice thing to do too, and I know even though we're talking about secondary kiddos, but a lot of those strategies that we employed in elementary school are still definitely relevant for secondary. You know, so having a quiet space that isn't your bed where you want to curl up and hide under your hoodie <laughs> and do your homework, right. um, you know, a, a quiet space with, with all of the resources that you need at your disposal so you're not distracted also, you know, still works for secondary kids as well. Okay. And how important are schedules and routines in the life of uh, middle school and other secondary students? I would say consistency and routine can help calm the fear of the unknown, especially in times of transition like this. So I know that everyone's got a unique household with a unique schedule, and it's really just finding something that works for you, but keeping it consistent as much as you can, because then it's predictable. Um, you know, a big thing that my colleagues and I talk about too is bedtime, you know, staying on that consistent bedtime routine, even on the weekends is so important because we all know we don't need research studies to say that when we get good sleep, we are feeling so much more refreshed and happier and productive during the day. Right. Um, you know, so trying to keep up with that as much as possible, even on the weekends. It's hard for adults too. I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm a late night Instagram scroller. I'll admit that to the public, <laughs> right, you know, but right, I know a lot right. of our kids are too, and our adults are too. So it's about keeping ourselves accountable as well. <laughs> and I think most of us can be better at having a set bedtime and sticking to that as well as adults. For so, sure. you know, middle school students that we were talking earlier, they're not, they're not little children. They're not adults. They're, they're in this in between. Lots of things are happening physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, what are some items to consider just to encourage middle schoolers to know what to do, know when to speak out, know who to speak to as different situations arise in their lives? Sure. I like to tell kids and parents, you know, have your top three. Who are my top three adults in my school building that I can go to if I'm having an issue, whether it's an emergency or just a simple question? Who do I feel comfortable approaching during the day? Knowing who that person is, where they're located in the building and what their name is, I think can relieve a lot of anxiety. So when those questions do come up, they know how to approach that person. Um, Microsoft Teams, we have a chat feature that's really easy to use and, and the kids should know how to use that. So they can send that person a chat and ask a question. So that might eliminate some maybe potential anxiety provoking FaceTime. Yeah. Um, but, but don't, don't hesitate to reach out to any adult in the building. And, and parents, please know that each one of your children is assigned a guidance counselor, um, K to 12. Um, at the middle schools specifically, we're assigned by team. 
And I know that um, at the high school, it's assigned by alphabet, by last name. And you can find our contact information on our district website. So don't hesitate to reach out to us if your child is having some difficulty reaching out to a trusted adult. Great tip. So again, if you're a student, know your top three mm -hmm. different people for different situations. But what if you're a right. parent? What if you have a question or concern and you're not sure, is this a counselor situation? Is it an administrator? Is it a specific teacher? Who should they reach out to and how? Sure. So I would say if it's a classroom related issue or, you know, a subject related issue, I would say reach out to that classroom teacher first. Um, and then, of course, you know, for any other inquiries, you know, feel free to contact your guidance counselor or your school office. Um, we're all here to help. That is one thing I can say about SD is we are one giant team. So no matter who you reach out to, we're going to be able to get your questions answered or direct you to the person that can most help. Um, so please just don't hesitate to reach out at all. We're all we're all in it together. And I'm really hopeful that in this you know new school year and this time of transition that we can co-create a new and maybe better normal for each other. So right, let, 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 let's hope so. So thank you so much. This was uh, Tammy Wimmer, middle school counselor. Uh, thanks so much for your time, some great information and have a great rest of the early part of this new school year. Thank you so much for having me. Take care, right. everyone. You take care. Thanks.